Planet Down Radio is coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Planet Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole Cause what you see real life You're watching this world unfold The truth beneath the lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's chat it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's beneficial so we can get this kind of road And get the future Generators wanna stop the whole thing But the message to this really we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis Welcome, welcome to Channet Down Radio Where we deprogram from the deep program When the program is real deep It's nice to have somewhere to go Where you can have some clarity This is episode 179 The Solo Journeyer the Journey Home miniseries, part seven, and also I'll be answering a few email questions. Uh, welcome back to Chant Down Radio. ChantDownRadio.com is the website. I'm Loomis. I'm your host. And this series of shows that I'm, I'm this miniseries, The Journey Home, is my oldest miniseries on this show. I started it from episode four, and it's my main solution-based show that I do because it can go to the individual and you can work on that. Um, I'm just going to say that today, this is mainly an off-the-cuff show. I'm just going to give you a little fan service, a little bit of uh, housekeeping, and of course give you the topic of the show and some email questions. I felt like it's time to just do another show. I have some other stuff in the works in the near future. Uh, gotten a little busier in life where podcasting has to be a side thing a bit. But still, I'm going to be giving you shows of all sorts. And I think a lot of people really do like the variety I've been giving. So thank you for listening. If you're a first-time listener, you can hop in right here. Uh, this Journey Home series doesn't matter if you listen to part one first and then or whatever or this part first it's all it's all uh it's all good it's all good so i want to give you as much positivity as i can today so i'm just coming out uh and just sort of giving you uh a show that i really want to not let you go down the dark hole of spiral of depression um i'm just coming out of a lull myself in the last week or so Actually, last two weeks, I'm not usually affected by everything going on too deeply, but it sort of got to me. Um, and I don't know if it was just that. It could have been planetary. could have been – I don't know. You know. I'm not too deep into the astrology thing. I think there's good things to reap from it. Then I asked myself, how do you keep the fire alive inside you when you're in these times? Because these are some really dark times. Because the thing is, you can't exactly shoot for your dreams when you don't know what the future contains in this fast-moving, enclosing hand of the system where you can feel the walls literally closing in on you daily. And you don't know if things are going to collapse in a month. Um, maybe it sounds extreme. And although that might seem impossible and, and extreme for many, we have all the ingredients of our modern civilization to literally crumble right now. At the moment, we have so many people quitting their jobs because they don't want to get the fake vaccine. They, these are major cogs in the machine that are quitting their jobs, like airline pilots, nurses, firemen, police. Um, <clears throat> you know, these are people that kind of hold this thing together. As much as in the bigger picture, I always talk about the system as a whole needs to go and we need to find a, a, a new existence on planet Earth that's better. Right now, when it crumbles, that is not um, exactly a place you want to be 
when the building's about to fall down and you're inside it. So then what are these people going to do? These, these are lifetime employees, or at least were till the mandatory jab. And we're going to have a large unemployed community, which we already have um, worldwide from the, this whole pandemic. On one hand, it, that's good for those people to have more time on their hands to be full-time activists against this. And, and, and I wonder if the elite overlooked that. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure if they thought this would happen, you know, but, um, getting a little off topic, but I, I, I went through this through a slump of not exactly depression, but it's that nothing to look forward to feeling, you know, nothing I was super excited about kind of, kind of nothingness inside, you know, and I, I've preached on this show, um, about touching amazing every day. You want to, you want to, you know, burst out of your bubble and feel like you're alive every day. And that was difficult me, difficult for me in these last, I don't know how many days there I've been, I'd been feeling that way. Um, and I kind of know, I noticed that they had been spraying chemtrails heavy again. And I know that has an effect on me and many others, even if they don't realize it. Um, uh, I, I felt very cloudy and unmotivated and those are definitely symptoms, but maybe it was just me personally till I asked others and I think they were feeling it too. And you know, these are people that mostly don't know what the hell's going on. And by the way, that's still going on, you know, and full force and we got used to it. And that's in an insane thing that's happening above our heads that we just got used to and we think it's normal. Even us truth speakers are so busy looking at all these other things going on and then we forget that that is going on. But just to say, I was feeling very unmotivated, cloudy in the head. I was feeling very, very down, sort of just bland, you know? But what I... what we have to realize, we have to nip these feelings at the bud, if possible, because they are a downward spiral. And in reality, it's, it's just where we're at in life uh, on, on most of this planet, you know, where we're at. And I don't even have the basic freedom to go and see a movie at the movie theaters. And so I'm going to a level of, I'm feeling the walls of the system closing in on me, you know, because normally Hollywood's junk anyway, and I don't pay a lot of attention to Hollywood. I, you know, I don't, but occasionally I like to be entertained by a movie. I I know what's in it and I go, sometimes I do. I want to see the new, I wanted to see the new James Bond movie. And I, and I know there's programming and subtle hints in these movies. Of course there is. And, but it doesn't mean you can't just enjoy a movie just to be entertained. But, you know, I can, I can put all that aside usually and still watch a film and just watch it, right? And I, I actually am a James Bond fan, all right? I, I watched them since I was a little kid. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, you know, um, I like Daniel Craig's take on the character. He's probably the most realistic Bond there has ever been. Uh, I like that where they've gone with this, but I can't see the movie. Why? Because I don't have the fucking vaccine passport, green pass, health pass, whatever the fuck you want to call it, all the same thing. And what country do I live in now? Let's see. Hmm. Uh, North Korea, Venezuela. Oh, I'm in America. I live in actually, I live in fucking communist Hawaii where our governor and mayor are on the New World Order allegiance or something. They're definitely on, they're definitely, you know, reading the, the playbook, that's for sure. And they're obviously not operating on their own independent ideas. They are not for the people, not that any politician ever was. But, you know, we're, we're under some serious, serious tyranny here. And not many people are, everybody's so complacent in Hawaii and it's, um, it's very sad. But I've gone over that before. I think right now uh, it is the time to put yourself fully immersed in trying to stop the elite's plans. And the reason I say that is because 
Notice there really isn't hardly any good movies, sporting events, or normal entertainment because it's been disrupted by all this. So even though I hear this this Bond movie is above average, so some say, um, most things are not too interesting in the entertainment realm. And so maybe that's a sign from the good side to get busy trying to stop this. But you still have to have fun. And so, anyway, I've since stopped um, feeling that way that I was talking about in that lull. I've since snapped out a little bit, you know. And But how I snapped out of it was going on the journey and spending time alone in nature. And that is part of the journey. The solo journey is the absolute cure for many things on the mind. It, it is. It is. It is the. It is maybe the best thing. And maybe it sounds like, well, that's it. That's all you have to say. You know, I'm telling you, until you go and do it, you know, the idea sounds like, well, that's not going to fix the world problems or fix the 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 mood that I'm in. You know, but honestly, it it does some great inner work. The the solo journey is about the heart. I am at heart myself a solo journeyer. I always have been. I, I can't tell you how much of my life I've spent walking around, listening to music in my headphones, and going on journeys or car trips, hikes, bike rides, or just walking places in the city, going places, and just letting my mind unravel. Or international travel, just totally just getting into a whole new world and out of your comfort zone, you know? Um, sometimes I even feel like I built this show for the solo journeyer because it's it's really about listening to this podcast, to you listening to this podcast, and getting these insights by yourself. Um, usually... I mean, it's group listening is fine too, and I know some of you might might do that, but I like listening to podcasts alone most of the time. When I listen to podcasts, I like to listen to them not only alone. I well, I like to listen to music alone and just get into a zone. I don't know, but but um, I don't listen to as many podcasts as I actually make. I should listen to some more, um, and I enjoy a few people. Um, I probably mentioned on this show before, and I've had. Pretty much most of them on anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so listening, so this this show was created. Um, this show was created, I think, for you to connect with the message on the solo journey. You know, whether it's in your car or in your headphones or whatever. But like I say, group listening is good too, of course. But uh, I think that a lot of people, at least my my, uh, at least my my monologue episodes like this one I think is good for that uh when I have guests that's different but as you notice most of my episodes are monologue on this show because I like to talk to you you know and I got a lot to say sometimes and but um back to the solo journey so the solo journeys are so crucial for your your heart um synchronicity happens on solo journeys the most when you go on a solo journey you get to places that you would never guess because you're just kind of like going along and kind of letting the universe steer you. Uh, you don't know what to expect. Those are some of the best times in life. In fact, if it, this show is built off of me doing synchronicity journeys, I mean, if I hadn't have gone and done some of the adventures I did in life, I wouldn't have met the people that helped me see the truth, such as way back in 1999 when I met an insider, uh, Sherman, and then again in 2008 when I met another insider, uh, Robert. And uh, these two people helped guide my me well, help basically build a foundation for me to ingest all this information to then puke it back at you guys and you know and go on um, research and all that. So synchronicity is where you really find yourself. As much as I'm I, as I'm busy with family life, I also strive 
for those alone moments. Those are some of the best moments in life. You know, I am truly that person and I always make sure that I am that person, uh, you know, as much as I can. Getting out alone in nature is great because that's, this is where it really gets good. When, when you combine the solo journey and nature, you must, I think it's both, you know, if you can. It rebuilds your confidence when you get, get out there because there's no judgment. You get more comfortable in your skin. It gets you closer to the creator. You you get to a point where you and the creator, whether you know it or not, or you're aware, aware of it or not, are um, making a connection, you know? And, and, and if you don't believe in a creator, I mean, uh, I, you know, whatever it's working for you, I do, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not um, some kind of religious person necessarily at all. I, I think there's good in a lot of different uh, faiths, but that connection with the creator is going to fulfill your heart. It's going to give you that direction and, and you won't feel alone because you're never alone because you always have the creator. And and when you get out in, in nature, it reminds you of where we came from, at least partly. You know, um, some of our DNA is from nature, a lot of it. And that is where people live for thousands of years. Tribes live for thousands of years and connected, you know. Civilization took us away from it, but we go right back to vibrating higher once we get out in nature. And, it, and when you get on these journeys, it melts civilization from our brains. And, you know, it takes a while. Of course, you know, a real journey would be like a, a, a camping or better yet, a backpacking journey, getting away from people. And that'll really melt civilization out of your brain. It, but it also puts you in a timeless world. One that doesn't have a clock ticking, you know, as long as you choose not to bring time with you. You can be in a timeless world, and the timeless world, again, is where synchronicity happens. Synchronicity doesn't fit into a 9-to-5 world. It, it doesn't allow for enough room for the miraculous to come about and, and take you into a realm where you can experience uh, things that go off path. And I think that's important, you know? Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I often do my broadcasts in this closet. It's like a big walk-in closet. And the problem is it's stuffy in here and I always get like sinusy. So you might have noticed that on some of my shows. Um, but yeah, go into nature. Get on a solo journey. Don't bring a phone. If you have to, put it away in your bag, Okay. But don't bring a watch. You know, how often do we get away from the chatter of the world? You know, even the people you love. How often, right? You, you need your own thoughts. It clears the mind when you get alone in nature. It helps you. And it gets those creative juices flowing again. You get, you get that if you're a creative person, going for a walk in nature is kind of like key. You know, it's going to really loosen you up if you're a writer and you got writer's block or if you're, you're a painter and you just want to paint something beautiful, you get in nature and you get inspired, you know, and um, uh, you need your own thoughts and, it, it, and you learn also to trust your intuition. You learn to trust your intuition because uh, you have nobody else telling you what to do and you can just kind of follow where you want to go. That's why I love going on vacation alone sometimes. I rarely do this, okay? I mean, I, I can't even remember the last time I did this because I got kids and stuff. But um, when, you, when you go on a vacation alone, if you go solo journey, especially internationally, wow, you just, you just get into so many cool situations. And bad ones too if you don't watch out, but mostly good ones. But yeah, um, being alone... And doing the solo journey also has its other side too. And this is why many are afraid to be alone. It forces you to confront your problems. It forces you to, to look at your dark side. And I'm not afraid to do so. I mean, I occasionally am, sure. But it forces you to, to kind of just go, well, okay, I got some issues that maybe I need to work on. Then you come back into society and you start working on them. You know, and another thing that 
I'm, I'm about the only time I ever go out, ever, ever smoke weed in the day is when I'm in nature and I don't have to go back into the world for the rest of the day. That's about the only time I do it. And it is, it, it is fun sometimes. I'm not a big weed smoker. I've said this on the show before. I like a few puffs uh, at night, and that's about it. Because if I do it in the day, I end up just being kind of, um, uh, I don't even like how it feels after a while. I'm tired of it. But in nature, there is a place for that. Um, but most of the time, a completely sober mind is just fine out there. And it's what I needed. Not exactly getting high. Um, but honing in on, on what I, I, I need, you know, and it, but it never, it, it, it never, it, it never hurts to bring a gonzo companion. Okay. If occasionally, if you want, you know, that's, that's, um, kind of fun out there, right? If you're into it, it's something about the repetitive motion. I think of hiking or walking that brings out your thoughts and it just sort of like, draws them out and you start to be able to kind of have a canvas in your mind to paint. And I really enjoy that. And as much as the world situation is fucked right now, you can still get enjoyment by being alone. And it's the most important thing you can do. And it totally eventually uh, snapped me out. You know, I put it as high priority, like really high priority. And I know I'm speaking from an advantage point of living in Hawaii where we have year round climate going outside into nature is something you can do year round. And I know all of you don't have that. Uh, we're just almost getting into November of 2021. So, you know, a lot of you are getting colder out there in the Northern hemisphere and, um, maybe you can't do as many cool nature journeys, but you know, uh, Maybe you need to bundle up. Maybe you need to gear up. I don't know. You know, it just depends on where you live. I know there's some harsh climates out there that are tough to get on these these uh, nature journeys. Uh, replace it with a car ride, I, I guess, you know. But it's important. The solo journey is important. And it's not selfish either. Sometimes partners and loved ones, you know, worry uh, when you want to get out and be alone. And it usually shows me that they are insecure and lacking that very thing in their life. Often, uh, it it it's like a form of jealousy, you know. It, it so it, they're they're lacking that in their life, and they're like they're jealous. So they're scared. They're scared for you because they're scared to be alone too. A lot of these people, but getting alone is getting your power back. It's getting your power back. So you when you do rejoin with people that are like that. They like you more, but usually those are people you don't want to be around all the time. Unfortunately, you know if they're that worried about you being alone. Um, there's a quote. Why didn't I? Jeez, I didn't. I copied and pasted the the quote, but not the source. But oh well. Um, uh, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone, and I agree with that definitely. I, I would alter that a little bit, though. I would say all of humanity's problems come from government. But as far as individuals, not controllers, we need to get out and get alone. That's my, my, my altering of that a little bit, you know? Um, I think outside better than inside. But yeah, being in a, ro- a room alone or just having alone time, it's just important. And so going on my hike, though, Here's, here's something that I really absolutely hate, okay? I'm on my hike. I'm really having a good time. I don't mind if I see other people, you know, but uh, I absolutely hate people blasting their music out in nature in their little speaker or boombox or whatever. That's what headphones are for, you retarded, degraded unevolved millennial morons that I see. I mean, come on, really? You know, I mean, what makes you think we want to listen to your music? Like, like what makes you think that everyone likes your music? It's usually trash, not all of it, but usually. And why do you need to listen to music out in nature? That pisses me off. It shows fear to me, fear of being away from the world's chatter. 
And so these are afraid people. Yeah, they're getting out in nature, but they're not getting in the proper zone. The sounds of nature are what you need when you go to nature. You need those sounds, you know? So that really pisses me off. But, you know, that's where that just shows where society's gone and all that. So, you know, that's how it is. The, the journey in various forms has always been my biggest personal soul healing solution on this show. It really is. It really gets you where, you know, you can't truly take care of others, but you can take care of you. And if you take care of you, the world transforms around you. And when you go back into civilization, you will be more equipped to deal with people, problems, situations, and it will cheer you up to get out in these, 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 uh, these places. And that's what it did for me. Um, and now I'm feeling great again, even though the world is not looking good at the moment. If you pay attention to mainstream media, which I, I recommend you don't, but if you do, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's um, not looking too good and all this, this stuff that's going on. But yeah, if you can find some refuge, it's a must. And you're going to have days like I was talking about, or you may be having that day right now. So take my advice and the solo journey. I've done so many solo journeys um, in my life, which has probably made me deeper, a deeper individual, I think. And it's helped me through, you know, many times. The solo journeyer is just awesome. It's just an awesome thing to do. Yeah, you know, you there's there's put it this way, there's time for your lover, there's time for your children, there's family time, there's a time for family, there's a time for work, but there's also a time to be alone. And I mean, major people have needed to be alone. Jesus needed to be alone from his followers. You know, Buddha needed to be out meditating and be alone. I'm sure, um, you know, anybody who has been a big figure in our society that was a good person generally needed to be alone and was a loner. The most enlightened people in our lives have been loners. Notice that. So why always be with people? It's important. And Although that might not shed the big problems in the world getting alone right now, it will make you more equipped to deal with them. And so that's important. Okay, we're going to shift gears here, and I want to get to your email questions. Um, you can write me anytime you feel like. People be on this at gmail.com. I love to hear from all of you. I There's... You'll never write me too much. Um, I may not be able to get back to you right away, but you'll never write me too much because I like connecting with all of you. I like knowing who you are because sometimes I'm speaking to an empty room out there. Not usually because I hear it from a fair amount of you, a few of you, but I don't mind hearing from more of you. You've really um, brought my uh, confidence up doing this too because you know, um, any, anytime you do this, it's, uh, nice to get feedback and good stuff. And so I have a new thing to offer on this show and I want to get more interactive, right? So I installed a, another page on the website, chantitdownradio.com. And, um, this is that you can leave me a voicemail. So all you got to do is leave me a voicemail on there. And uh, if it's a good question or whatever that you want, I can put you on the show like that. Uh, I think you might enjoy that. I'd um, like to hear your voice on here, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, so it's the next step in being interactive on the show Tell I maybe start doing live streams somehow in the future. Um I wouldn't mind doing that, in fact. I, I'll look into more of doing live streams. But for right now, um, with my schedule, uh, 
as you know, I do all of these pre-recorded so I can fit it in. And because my schedule is a bit random, it's hard for me to schedule a show and say, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. I'm going to try doing that in the future, hopefully. But for now, leave me a voicemail. So that's my latest installment to the website, channadownradio.com. And that way I can hear your voicemails. And, um, you know, I can, uh, you know, I like the interactive. And I eventually I want to get a lot more interactive. And, and uh, I do miss to having the option of having callers. Um, and so right now, Channel Down Radio has been in sort of a transitional period since, let's say, um, a while ago, like a long while ago. I used to do live shows on blog talk radio. My, my uh, exposure was very crap on that. I mean, like, really, like, I barely got much exposure to the, and the show sort of, I mean, I got really shitty callers. I got like, you know, a bunch of prankers because back then um, I had even less of a name and, and not that I have a big name, but it's a name now where they, back then I would just get trash calling me. So um, now I think it would be better. So eventually maybe the show will go to that level. We'll see. I mean, censorship's another thing we got to worry about in battle right now. But anyway, uh, so that is what I do like to do. I do like that interaction. And uh, so let's get into your email questions. And this one here, let me pull it up. Let's see. There we go. Loomis, I'm fearing the worst in coming months and years. What if the people that got the vax are electromagnetically immune to when they turn 5G on. And the rest of us who don't take it are going to get sick and die. They'll put us sick people in FEMA camps. We know they want these smart cities, and really 5G is only made for machines, not humans. That's right. So it would make sense that they would want people to have the adaptability to become part of these smart cities. That, that's what I'm seeing in the future. I saw a video that pointed me to this conclusion. I can't get it out of my head. All right. Well, um, yeah. Okay, so I think it's important. It's important to also take all of these things you hear with a grain of salt. We also have to be cautious about the alternative media as well as the mainstream media. Um, whether it's good meaning people putting stuff out or agents that have been have infiltrated the alternative media purposely to, to bring you off path. Um, yeah, right now conspiracy theories theories are abound. You know, they're everywhere. I mean, I've entertained many possibilities on this show lately, but I've never I never like to come with fear. What I like to do uh, on this show, and I have been especially lately with a few I've done, is putting possibilities out there. And the possibilities may happen and it may not, but at least it's been put out there to so you can kind of go, oh, this, tra this trail's for real, so let's follow further. Those other ones are not. But um, I never try to bring fear. Uh, I, think, I think preparedness for many possibilities is good, and that's where I'm at with that. But if I went with every fear video I've heard in the alternative media since 9-11, you know, I'd be a paranoid freak going from one thing to the other, every prediction about this date or that date. What a crazy roller coaster of a ride. And to me, it seems that the controllers are actually uh, behind that too. So, um, or maybe, maybe not, but uh, certainly in some aspects. And I just don't buy that. I don't want to be in that realm because that's not what we want to see either you don't want to be 
always paranoid and always falling for every single thing you hear. Not that I'm saying you are who I'm replying to. It's just that it's easy to go off things and without any proof. And where does that really bring you, you know? It seems that the controllers are actually in a rush. They seem to be on a timeline. And it seems like they are making up for lost time by really like going leaps and bounds with this shit. And that's what I proposed on the recent episode, The Anunnaki Return. You know, I proposed that maybe they are on this timeline because something time sensitive is going to happen. And if they don't hurry up, they're um, missing the boat for their chance to control the world or at least most of us, or something of that nature, you know? Um, but we, we, but yeah, we have to watch out what video we ingest. We, we're, we're going off of theory only. And I think there are some genuine people in the alternative and truth and freedom movements that are stuck on being in fear. And you tell them any good news and they still say, oh, yeah, well, we're still screwed, you know, they, they got that figured out and they have a contingency plan for this and that. And you, you, you don't, you don't even know, you know, it's like, it's almost like some of these people want a bad outcome. And in that case, what's the point? What, what's, what's the point of even fear pointing people just go hide in a bunker till this all ends or whatever, you know? So we really have to watch what some random videos have been comp have compiled and what good are you doing staying in fear that's where the mainstream media wants you if you look at the last 20 years um basically it's just been one fear event to the next so they want you in that 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 frequency and that's what they're eating they're feeding off you know you could even say that there is some kind of uh there is some kind of uh energy that is that is uh enjoying this fear that it that is benefiting off of our fear energy so whatever that may be i, I don't know right but sorry but anyway to the point of this question it what what you're seeing could be a scenario it could be real now the funny thing is is so i'm, I'm gonna go another direction and i'm i'm like i say i'm just off the cuff on this show I'm going to, I'm going to answer this question, but all right. So I found a way in the movie theater. All right. I talked about the James Bond movie and how I couldn't see it. Well, I happen to know someone's son who works there and, um, it was so easy for me to just pretend to show him a health pass. He's like, mm -hmm, okay. And you know, they check your ID and you're in. So for those of you who are not in these States and cities and stuff where they're, they're, uh, pushing this draconian health pass green pass uh you have no idea the next level this is the next level they want to bring to you too so i'm, I'm just showing you how to be a sneaky uh a, a, a sneaky conniving person and being able to get around it um there are there are ways so anyway i saw james bond and i yeah it was a pretty enjoyable movie i i, I liked it but just to get to the point i'm not going to give any spoilers um one of the plots of the movie was basically kind of related to this question. Basically, it was saying, uh, it was saying that, so there's this DNA changing weapon, and this DNA weapon can affect certain groups of people and kill them off that get hit by this weapon, and everybody else that is not part of that group survives. But when you get it on you, you can spread it to somebody else. And it's like, whoa, we're just talking about like serious, like they're basically talking about what's happening right now. There was, there was whole dialogue, uh, dialogue patches in this movie that are like directly speaking to what's going on right now. Um, is it a warning or is it preemptive programming? You know, probably that, I would assume. I'm not going to assume that the creators of James Bond are benevolent. But anyway, just to say that they're kind of saying what this listener here is talking about, how 
um, what was it? Uh, the, 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 the vaccinated are going to be electromagnetically immune to 5G and the rest of us are going to basically die or get sick when they turn it on. Well, so, um, to get to, to the point here, what you're saying could be a scenario. It, it actually could, but I'm pretty sure they already have turned on 5G. And But I often ponder, is this more about depopulation or transhumanism? And we don't know at this time. I think the controllers push both with sustainable development goals about depopulations. And there is the push to get us all on phones and all on screens and merging man with machine. And so which one is it? Um, I'm seeing that this shot is like a Russian roulette game. I think some people get the saline, some people get the real thing, some people take to it, some people don't, and it's varying degrees of that. And this Because if they gave everybody a real dose of this shit, we would even have more death than we're already seeing. By the way, we're seeing a lot of death. You're just not seeing it on mainstream news. I mean, if you look at graphs of bears, it's just like this giant spike in the timeline of deaths. So we're, we, you know, I think deaths are up like four times as much in the last eight months or something. Uh, so anyway, um, what are they doing? You know, um, I think, I think that they want some people to live and be these, these altered humans and a lot of people to die. And eventually you get the booster after booster, you die, you know, um, eventually the Russian roulette game is going to get you. So that's what I think is happening. Do I know for sure? No, but that's what I think is happening as far as them turning on 5g and killing everybody. Um, Hey, you know, there is a possibility, but, um, the, there's a lot of things that we can speculate and go off of. We, they are, they are preparing, they are, they are experimenting on humanity right now in live time. And we just don't know what's happening, you know, but just something that came to mind while I was talking to all about all this. So there's the, there's the, the opposite of the two paranoid truther crowd. And that is the other side of people that are, you know, they're like, yeah, fuck Joe Biden, you know, you know, then they're, they're upset about, you know, the, the mandates and stuff, but they still watch TV and they take it in, uh, and they don't see the urgency to act now. There's a lot of complacency. So here you can go off of crazy conspiracy videos and go on to, um, a lot of paranoia. Or you can also go on the other end and just be kind of a complacent, sort of upset person. But seriously, I don't think a lot of people in the world understand the severity of the current situation. A lot of people are still in denial. They even kind of know what's going on. They're still just sort of like, oh, well, I don't know if they'd actually do that. They don't understand they haven't done the research, of course. They haven't been given the right information. And they don't understand that these governments are no different from any other dictatorships. They are, they are working for the same global force. And they mean death of millions. And they don't care. So it's good to be somewhere in the middle, just to say. So um, that was a long rant off of that. But I just want to say, you know, you want to be prepared on one hand but you don't want to be paranoid on the other. You want to know what's really going on. You want to get the right information, but you don't You don't want to be complacent, but you don't want to be going off on too many scary possibilities that make you go with fear, because that's not good either. So that's, that's important, and if we want to get anywhere, there is positive things going on. You don't see it so much, but honestly, there are so many people that are against this, that, and there's so many people... The, the viewership of big media companies is way down because people don't trust it. There's, you know, a lot of people that are really fighting against this, but, you know, you don't see it that much. Okay, so.
So let's go on to the next question. Um, this is somebody replying to or um, commenting on my last episode, human replication, about human cloning. I'm a little indifferent to your view on your human cloning episode. I believe that it's very, very possible to clone people, but as far as immigrants coming to countries, I don't think that's true. People crossing the U.S. border are getting away from violence, natural disasters such as the hurricanes that devastated the Honduras twice this year, and other problems. Uh, there, there is a lot of reasons to want to come to America. I don't think that, that they are clones. I just wanted to clarify that as a second-generation immigrant from Nicaragua, my parents came from cartel wars to come here to get away from all that. So I don't think that there are people that are clones coming from these spots. Did I read that right? Well, okay, there were some typos in there. Well, okay, and I, I was, you know, I figured I would get a little flack from that. I want to just explain it a little bit. I was only speculating, you know, but I wasn't only talking about the U.S.-Mexico border. I'm talking about worldwide, um, into Europe, you know, people coming into the U.K., uh, coming into Canada, uh, Australia, all over the place, you know. Um, maybe it's a sensitive issue for some, but what I was saying in the episode is the numbers of the world population just doesn't add up considering all the factors. And go listen to that part of the show um, if you haven't. But you wouldn't know if you were standing next to a clone or not, you know. You're not going to question someone if they're a clone that you don't know, especially, you know, they could be and probably are letting out people from cloning centers to the Western world. I think that is just a possibility. Now, I've said this before. They want to flood the Western countries where there is more freedom with people who don't care about the original, original values and heritage of a country. You know, it destroys the civic solidarity and they do that on purpose, agree with it or not, they do that on purpose. So when they put in new laws that change, for example, in the United States, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, that the, a lot of the population that they flooded in couldn't give a shit because they didn't know the history, you know? And the controllers want division. Whatever division they can bring in, they will. They want a new world order in which they control, a new world. No more individual countries with so sovereignty. So, but just to be clear on the cloning show, I really don't have any answers. I know more, really no more than you just did some research. That's it. I, I just, I was just, it was just a show to shine light on the possibility of the situation. And once again, we are not told the right things about our society. You know, the numbers don't add up on world population. And the other thing I was saying in that episode about immigration is many of the cultures in Central and South America are very family-oriented. Even if they come over the legitimate way, they are working hard to funnel that, that money they make here in America back to families back in Central America and stuff. So to just to, to, to come over only to abandon family is a pretty rare thing in these cultures unless someone is in a gang. And even then, the gang is their family. So generally speaking, I think there's a possibility that they could also be bringing in clones and not say they're, you know, and just joining them with a crowd that's already coming over for legitimate reasons. It's only a possibility within possibilities. But whatever is happening with human cloning, I'm sure it's somewhere in the public domain Somewhere, whether it's movie stars, politicians, uh, and everyday people that we have no idea. Because why would you ask someone, are you a clone? So I just wanted to, you know, that was a very dip different episode. And I just thought it would bring another light into the situation we're on. All right. So, um... Here is an, my last email question for today. Loomis, I can't fucking believe 
what the left has become. You are right. The left is today's fascists. The arrogance, the bullying by the weak-ass, milk-toast, woke, scared, piece-of-shit, communist, fascist idiots. I notice that they are mandating the jab in mainly the West. So the lefties are being used to put this in because they also have been programmed to hate what the West was founded on. They think it's all racist and fascist. So it's funny that they are killing the West and themselves without even realizing. They've been programmed to kill themselves. I never thought it mattered to be on political sides, but now I see they've employed the Nazis on the left. I'm losing my job as a career prop plane pilot. I take out people to skydive. My job income is going to be gone. My wife is leaving me because I won't get the jab to keep my job. And my life is turning into a disaster. The crazy thing is, I voted for Obama in 2008. I thought anything was better than Bush, not realizing the truth that you and others have been saying the whole time, that both sides are controlled. I can't believe that I ever wanted the left. I can't believe that I ever wanted what the left wanted in this country. The leftists are today's fascists. People are so brainwashed that I don't mind taking one out because they'll go to the grave with their brainwash. I don't know what to do, Loomis. Something has to change. Wow. And that is the real reality that is coming in right now. It is the real reality. The fight has come to your door. Now, for every average person out there who's just whatever stage of the wake-up, they're waking up because the fight has come to them and now they are realizing that shit's for real. And yeah, so huh, the left. It's it's crazy what the left has become because before I got into this information, I was definitely more left-leaning than right-leaning. I believed in some of the... I was anti-establishment already. I didn't believe in a lot of things that... Well, I mean, I come from a background of being a poor kid who hated school, who hated the system, hated the cops, hated the, the, the whole structure of the system sucked. I didn't understand what it was that was so bad, but I definitely, you know, didn't, I didn't jive with this, this reality. So, um, anyway, uh, it seemed like at that time the left was more against the quote unquote establishment, right? They were the ones that were anti, Hey, don't trust the media. Don't, don't listen to, um, the president and, and, you know, they were um, on the side of minority groups that um, have been oppressed. And it seemed like at a one time it was a decent thing, even though it was totally not really. I mean, it was it was masquerading as a good thing. OK, but now what has become how to, what it has become is <laughs> it's like. What happened, you guys? Like, seriously, you trust the media with your whole heart. You you trust Big Pharma. You are n not anti-establishment whatsoever. They did a flip-flop, and they do this because th both sides of the political spectrum are unbalanced, brainwashed people trying to piece together the world into what they think is normal, which neither is normal and just like, you know, I see where people came from. This this guy says, you know, he voted for Obama in 2008 because everything, anything was better than Bush. And so people kind of found this new hope, right? And I'm glad I never fell for that but because I saw it from the beginning, luckily. But that's just because I had uh, advanced warning, you could say. But... Yeah, um, at one time, 
that the right side was really fascist. It was. But then the left just swapped sides and people just kept being faithful and following the thread of their political parties. And all of it's bullshit, and we know that, but it's amazing what the left has become. It's become this this, uh, irrational force that has just, yes, become today's fascist. And I really feel sorry for this guy here. Um, uh, my first advice to you is if you're going to be with a wife who is leaving you because you won't get the jab, because she's not worth being with. Honestly, someone that, that's shallow and materialistic should, shouldn't be with you because she's going to slow your road and she's going to, or your role. And you're going to, she's going to be, um, you're going to have to be looking after someone of the less, I know you probably love your wife, but I mean, at this point, you know, maybe it's time to go on the journey and just get the fuck out of this life you live because it's collapsing and go towards activism and fighting this. That's what we need to do. All of us, you know, and it sucks to see people losing their jobs like this, but then you have joined forces with the larger red pill community that is waking up. It's important though that this this community of people that have lost their job, you wake up to the real truth and the right information because it's easy to be misled in this world uh, right now with understanding the true roots of what these controllers are trying to do and how our life really is, how how this world really works, okay? So, um, I, uh, just reading along here, um, I can't believe the arrogance, too, of, of the, the left. It has become unbelievable, and I can't blame you for the anger you would you would seriously want to take someone out, but I would I would encourage you to not do that, to uh, kind of do it only in self defense because when it comes down to it, that's not going to help the situation. I think, but um, it is time possibly for physical action for sure. I just don't know, you know, it's got to be a plan, and and um, yeah, more and more people are joining this this fight. I mean, it's just crazy to think that you're never going to be free unless you follow the hoops that everybody's going through. And the word fully vaccinated means that you're never fully vaccinated until you keep getting these boosters. They're just going to keep going on and on and on. I mean, so this has got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to be stopped in its tracks because um, they're just going to keep on pushing. So yeah, you might have, you know, some of you listening, you might have got the jab. You might have had to, you know, especially those of you guys down in Australia where it's like really turned into fascism. Um, well, and you're in your in your hating that you had to take that jab, and but you know you took that jab to possibly keep your job and keep your freedom, but it's freedom within parameters, and it's freedom that they are giving you your freedom back when your freedom has always been yours. And they're giving it back to you for a moment. But then if you don't get this extra booster shot, then you're going to be back where everybody else is that didn't get it. So it's time now to rise. It is to stop this. And huh. yeah, I, I mean, more and more people are going to have to lose their jobs and it's really sad because this week, as of this time of recording, I think so anyway, they're going to start administering this concoction of, of, of evil inside of little children. Little children are going to be getting the jab. And once, and I hate to say it, and I don't even want it to happen, and hopefully it doesn't, but once people start losing their children to this, I think that's it may take that for people to completely go unraveled. So we might see some big changes real soon here in this whole scenario. Um, I don't know, but it is um, very sad to see all this happening. Uh, and another another point that you made here in this um, is 
they've been programmed to kill themselves. You know, they've been programmed to kill the West, and yet they've been programmed to hate what the West was founded on. And yeah, the West wasn't founded on perfect things. Sure, it was there, but all countries and kingdoms and stuff is not founded on good things. That's why I'm an anarchist. That's why I don't believe in governments and all of our problems are from government. But um, to harp on the past and say that where we're going, these leftists saying, you know, where we're, you know, we got to fight all this. It's, it's silly because what they're bringing in is going to be them in a cage too. And eventually they're going to hate their own life, you know, and they're going to be killing them, their own selves by taking this jab. Yeah. And it's just crazy where things are going. It's crazy. And I, I want to, like say, keep this, this uh, positive episode as much as I can. And uh, a lot of the things I've been talking about lately, I've been trying to give you variety for another reason to not talk about all this stuff because um, I'm tired of talking about it, but also because I want people to, uh, you know, come off of this show with, you know, a variety and, and have, you know, a, a good listen and everything. So anyway, I just think that um, we do have to face this stuff too, and it is happening. So like I say, I bring it here and there and go away from it, come back to it, but that's the state that we're in right now, and it and it sucks. But um, those are the email questions that I have today, just three. Uh, I have a few more I might read on another show someday soon. I like to collect a few more and then do it. So um, I'm hoping to hear some voicemails from you guys. That would be cool. And just kind of have this interaction on the show as much as I can. Uh, and maybe, again, like I said, in the future, do a live stream and you make this much more of that than just, you know, reading your emails, you know, answering your calls or, you know, doing a chat form or something like that. So um, that concludes today's show. Just sort of a touch base show with Chanted Down Radio itself. If you like the show and you uh, want to listen to this, you want to you want to support this show. I recommend that you uh, go to the support page on the website, and you can always also buy my hip hop album from you know over ten years ago. Um, that is still you know, circulating and people like that. If you like that kind of thing, underground hip hop, if not, you know, just spread the word on this show. This, this show has zero promotion. Really. I need to work on it better, but that's why I'm asking some of you out there. If you can promote the show better and help, help with that. So that helps. And, uh, one thing that I have not worked on lately and I hope to kind of get back into is, my YouTube channel, Truth Filled Trajectory. I haven't done an episode in a while. And I don't think that I have as much time to focus on this and Truth Filled Trajectory. So it's just going to be kind of one of those things I'm going to do randomly and you're going to just see it on there. You'll enjoy it though. But um, I really want to collaborate on things with people too and, and just... Uh, have a, uh, a, a, a make this into something a little bit bigger. Um, 179 episodes now. That's quite a few. And just remember to laugh, laugh too, um, laugh at all this going on. I just wanted to say, it's there's, it's so funny when you think about the people that are that are trying to pump this out, and they they can't have any proper rebuttal to the stuff you say that actually makes sense and really um, try to come at them with some sarcasm and laughter and really just give them like a real dose of their reality. But yeah, it, that's just something I want to add in there. But really, if you like the show, help support it, spread the word. I want to do as much shows. I got some real good shows coming up, some good topics here. Like I say, this is just sort of an on-the-fly show, but uh, be a warrior, not a warrior. 
do what you can and chant down the system and bring others to do the same. Much love, you guys. Be a warrior, not a worry.